going on everybody this is dan aka red here how's it going hopefully everybody is having a great day um well i know not everybody is but let's keep on moving you know so did a little uh show earlier today and uh it went pretty good it's getting a pretty good reaction i'm happy with it so thank you everybody all the listeners that um y'all normally listen to me and you know, we normally talk about completely different uh, subjects. Thank you very much, though. Today's subject's pretty cool. It popped up. It took me two hours to watch the video, write a couple, well, over two hours to write all the notes down and re-go through things and try to check out uh, some background information. But anyway, hope everybody's having a good day. Uh, so pretty much here in this lovely uh city of dallas um i'm up here working but yesterday i only was able to do one job it took me a long time to do that one job but uh today boss man calls and says hey roads are too icy can't hit the road it's to me it's just funny because you know originally being from new jersey and uh then moving in even north carolina there's a big difference between Jersey and North Carolina, how they take care of snow and ice and stuff. But there's even a bigger difference between North Carolina and Texas because Texas ain't used to getting any kind of snow. I mean, I'm sure they get ice from time to time, but how the states go about things differently to me is just, it, it's funny because right away, you know, Jersey, they'll ice everything down. I mean, not, not ice everything down, they'll, they'll, uh, salt the roads like completely salt the roads and i'm sure that's how it is with every other northern state as well north carolina might take some time but they eventually salt the roads and if it snows of course plow the roads but it takes them more time than it does with new jersey why because new jersey's you know they're used to getting snow every year uh north carolina gets snow just about every year but it's not not even close to being as much and here in texas they don't get snow every year. Sometimes they might get an inch, um, nothing crazy, but it ices down here. So if something like that happens, it gets all icy. I, I had to get, like, boss man called me. He's like, hey, uh, listen, everybody else, they try to get out. Um, where are you at in it? And I was like, well, I, I haven't, I've been trying to check out what's going on. He goes, well, you know, I'd rather not you be on the road. So let's see if, you know, maybe the weather cools or not cools off, warms up, and then we could get you on the road to get some calls done. So I was like, all right, that's no problem. You know, if that's that's what you want, fine. Unfortunately, waited it out. It didn't get any warmer. 
thing got to 30 degrees and it is it is what it is. But it gave me the time to go up, you know, do two shows today. Um, and, of course, this is the show that y'all uh, you know, listen for. So today's show was about a Bigfoot clan killed in 2010. Now, there's a lot of different... Um, a lot of different things. I'm a, when I publish this, it's going to end up being um, published with the links to the YouTube channel that I watched this on. It's a decently popular channel. Uh, and he, he's not the one, that, but he's just telling the story. The story, it's just, just like with me, the story, the story came to him. So it's not like he made up the story or anything like that. At least I wouldn't think so. But um, yeah, it's it's a very interesting story. So, uh, pretty much back in uh, 2010, the Special Forces Unit was in um, Afghanistan, and I'm sorry if Noristan Providence. So if I'm mispronouncing, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but the Noristan Province of Afghanistan, and um, just a couple key players was a uh, Colonel Charlie Beckwith, Special Forces. Uh, this took place in June 12th of 2010. So I'm sure the weather was probably nice and hot. Um, and as it goes, they were they were going there to, you know, check out the enemy. Uh, as you first hear it, it's going their uh, unit is moving in. They see a, sh a shine of a scope. So they duck down, look at what's going on, and then see that there's a sniper out there getting ready to snipe them. Well, that sniper gets killed and then gets dragged off by some, uh, by a, by a cryptid. They don't know what it is yet. So they're looking, they're like, oh my God, you know, what is that? And they're just seeing it pick them up and, 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 and bring them. Um, so what later on, it, it's, they figure it's Bigfoot, right? So what they call that is Varmanu or Varmanu. Again, I'm just trying to uh, go this, go off the information that I got. Uh, but that's, that's what the issue is. So they're going there trying to find in, you know, they're the enemy looking around and then they run into this, uh, story goes on and they're getting, of course, deeper into the area, you know, mountainside. Um, and they see a, a village eventually with, uh, AK 47s all around, no bodies, no nothing, just AKs pretty much dropped right outside of these huts. No idea what it's from and what happened to the people there. There's an, so they, they don't, they don't know. They just know that they were tracking this uh, creature. They're not sure about, they end up finding some courts, uh, which probably ended up being diamonds. And from what I can understand at the end of the story, they were, they got the diamonds back over uh, home and um, people got taken care of. 
so the title of the story is Bigfoot Clinic Killed, right? In Afghanistan. That's the title of the story. And the further it goes on, the you because when you first hear it, I know when I first hear it, I'm like, oh my goodness, they they killed a clan that like a special forces unit drops in, killed the they knew the location, uh, found found them and killed the clan. So that's what it sounded like to me. That's all from what I got from the title and just from the first couple of minutes of listening to the video. Now, I just want to let you know, when you click on the link that I'm going to put in um, when I publish this, it's not the video. It doesn't show footage of what's going on. It's, that's not what it is. It's somebody talking, telling the story about what happened, and the video is just, uh, I guess, what he was doing, you know, changing out, uh, going on his land or whatever, changing out trail cams and stuff like that. But the story is what you need to pay attention to, not the video. I, I even pretty much went to another page so I could listen to the story and focus on what's going on instead of what he's doing in the video. So... As time goes by, what was surprising is that the special forces guys got killed. A lot of them. Uh, I think they were they lost four, three or four, and one got seriously injured. Um, leg pretty much snapped, and uh, others got their heads ripped off, necks broken, uh, bodies brutally beaten um so it's it it's definitely a uh definitely a a a video to listen to um so it was a surprise because again as coming from what i thought was going to happen just because of the name of the video and what actually was happening uh during him telling this story there is a gentleman called uh, Gray Eagle. And Gray Eagle is a badass. I'm going to tell you that right now. So don't be shocked when you listen to the guys. The guy's a badass. Uh, comes from Native, Native American uh, descent. It does say, uh, was it Navajo? It, it will say um, what uh, tribe he's from. I believe it's Navajo. I'm, I'm probably wrong on it, but I believe it is Navajo. So it goes into a little bit of backstory about him. Tell you know what he believes, and you know spiritual wise, very close uh, to spirit realm. But these creatures, these Bigfoots, are picking the special foreign unit uh, soldiers off, like not even just one at a time. They end up getting into a uh, hut that had windows and whatnot. One of these creatures broke through the window, grabbed one of the soldiers, and yanked him straight out by his neck. And they said all they heard was his light cry and the bone snapping. Now, is this story... Legit, I don't know. I was trying to do a little bit of homework on it and check some things out. I looked up the names. The names, the funny thing is the names pop up. 
some names pop up from World War II. Some names pop up, such as Gray Eagle, um, pop up in special operations that has happened. Um, the Gray Eagle is also a uh, a jet that that or not a jet, a drone. I'm sorry that the military is working on. Um, so it could be a dozen, a couple dozen things. There is also in the beginning of the story is a Jacob mumbles mcginney so mumbles mcginney that's in the beginning of the story thanks for joining marine appreciate it hope you like uh enjoy the show or podcast but uh yeah it's it's a, it's a crazy story so i went into looking into some of this stuff and not that you're i'm gonna find the actual story of what happened because 100 classified military is not going to admit that it happened there are some some similarities of what you see in other sightings and encounters and such except for pretty much these specific bigfoot creatures in afghanistan pretty much took the special unit apart i mean from snapping necks to ripping them in half killing them um they met a person saying that before this started happening, when only one person originally got hurt, they met somebody who said that the diamonds that they found earlier, that these apparent creatures are pretty much uh, honed into. And that's why they started getting aggressive with them. Well, Gray Eagle got rid of some of the diamonds, or at least he thought he did. And they still got attacked. They still went after. And apologize for that. So they still got attacked, still got went after, and they were still getting killed. Now, Gray Eagle gets the rest of the troops inside the basement of the hut. So they line them up. You have a saw gun, machine guns. Uh, shotguns, everything, lined up at this door, ready to go. Great Eagle ends up going outside, trying to take, I guess, as much of them as he can completely out. Now, he ends up killing a lot of them, taking them on one at a time. Uh, as the, and again, this is the story on YouTube. I haven't been able to find too much of any kind of evidence, even the, the players that were involved, right? Whether it's true or not, I guess we'll never know. But he even grabs a venomous, venomous snake that's from that province in Afghanistan and kind of stabs one of the Bigfoots with it, and it ends up killing it. Um, The crazy thing is, too, and I'm sure what's a, another part of this is that one of the guys took a shot earlier um, and shot him in the head. He said he's seen, you know, the bone fragments and everything go out the backside, the blood, all that, about the backside, and, and it went straight down. They weren't able to get and recover the body, but, I mean, even if you have some kind of healing ability, unless you're Wolverine, I'm pretty sure you're done for. So... Are the Invincible 
No. Are they way stronger than us? And are they faster? Yeah. Uh, can they be killed? Yeah, there's there's a lot of stories out there, sightings and encounters that uh, say about these creatures getting killed. You know, it's they're not invincible. I think it's some kind of mechanism that kind of brings it that they are. Uh, that makes us think it. You see something that's super scary and you're like, oh, shot at it. A lot of times if people, I mean, unless you're trained to, you know, go under pressure, even sometimes when you are, if you're shooting, you're, you might miss, you know? So unless you actually see a blood cloud, uh, splatter, whatever, um, then you're not going to know if you hit it. Unless you see the body jerk to the movement of where you hit it, you're, you're just not going to know. You know, you wouldn't know unless you chase one of these things down. And, yeah, I don't recommend that. So to continue with the story, so they end up getting uh, stuck pretty much in a hut, a basement of a hut or a building of some, some sort, and they're – fighting for their lives. These things are beforehand getting, getting in, killing them. Now you got Great Eagle outside trying to kill them one at a time, gets injured, uh, and is trying to fight them off. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing around a little bit because, like I said, this was a two-hour video. So I'm trying to push down it within, like, a 30-minute period and not to uh, – not to make it longer than, you know, what it is. Uh, so trying to condense it down a little bit. I apologize if uh, I'm not able to. But Grey Eagle ends up making it, got himself hurt. Um, an odd thing, too, and I'm sure if you if you listen to the video, because it's not a video that you really watch, you, you have to listen to it. Um, if you listen to the video and you listen to the story uh the part that got me was a uh, great eagle apparently seen like a raven this raven talked to him and said hey you need to unleash that inner wolf uh because that's a part of the tribe that he he was a part of um the wolf warrior and uh which i mean he was already kind of really kicking some major butt to be honest with you so to unleash it even more. Um, so that's that's what he does, and he goes and continues, kills a couple more, goes back and forth, and it's just a battle going back and forth, taking one out at a time. You know, goes behind this massive boulder, claps on it, and that's how that's where he did with the snake. He grabs it and you know puts puts it on the snake right on him. The snake bites down. Within a couple, you know, well, what seemed story-wise seconds, I'm sure it, it would take at least a minute or two, not right away. But he did it on his head. So he got the snake to bite him, the Bigfoot on the head. How did he reach the head? I have no idea. Uh, but apparently when he hit the side of the boulder, the Bigfoot came across and his head was down. So he got him on the head with a poisonous snake. Is it a little bit... Uh, I mean, crazy, yes. He killed a couple with a knife. Um, some were shot and killed. And they're he's just trying to fight and fight and get them to survive 
until the reinforcements come, until they're able to get, they're supposed to begin picked up. That's the whole thing. And honestly, this almost sounds like, legitly sound, sounds a little bit like the Predator, right, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what, that's what it really sounds like, except there was only one of those, and there's a whole clan of, the, of Sasquatch. So you got a whole clan of Sasquatch, and they're uh, apparently not not fond of at least these particular humans that are there. Um, so it's a it's a battle going back and forth. He continues to, to hide and jump, and he's throwing grenades at him. One he threw a grenade in the middle of a bunch; it blew up. He dove in the hut when that happened, and he heard him, you know, make noises and and. and scream and then some of them of course die another one he threw like directly at him and it caught it with his hand caught it and looked at it he ran like he's seen this thing try to go bite it like it was an apple or something and blew its head off so he's doing all, all these things that are you know eventually buying him and the rest of the guy's time. And thankfully, it does. It buys him enough time where there's a, you know, he thought he's at the point now where he thinks he's done. He got himself hurt. He's injured. He does not think he's making out this. He said, well, it looks like, it, you know, I got to go. So he's holding his knife that was handed down to him by his father and his grandfather. And he's stiff. I'm going down. I'm going to go down fighting. That's it. You know, it, it, it is what it is. So he's sitting there waiting and this Bigfoot's getting ready to charge him and starts charging him and running at him. And then all of a sudden, bam, quiet gunshots throughout. He sees and who comes, but the reinforcements. Reinforcements are there to help them and pick the guys up. They're able to make it back to the village, surprised that Gray Eagle is alive. But here's another character. Another character, a nameless man. He said, Gray Eagle, I got to... We're going to have to talk first, and I'm going to have to talk to the rest of the soldiers in your unit. But before I talk to them, I want to talk to you. And I want to debrief you. And he goes, you were attacked by insurgents, not Bigfoot. So Gray Eagle looks at him a little confused and says, hey, I don't know who you are, what rank you are. Uh who you think you are that you're able to boss me around and tell me what to do and give me orders. Uh, but that's not what attacked us. Insurgents did not attack us. It was Bigfoot. So then the nameless man ends up grabbing a piece of paper out of his pocket, handed it over to Gray Eagle. And whose name is on there? No other than the Secretary of Defense. So, SecDef said, directed, ordered to tell anybody 
that gets debriefed or that it was done by insurgents and not a Bigfoot, not a clan of them. So maybe that's why this story is so secretive and I can't find any information on it. I'm going to continue to try to find some information on it for sure and hope that I find some information on it. Um, and, uh, and that's the thing. It's, it's stuff like that. And it, you always hear this classic that, you know, some, some nameless person that was there, either men in black or he was in a suit or another guy was, uh, you know, in a forestry uniform, bearded up and, uh, always playing good cop, bad cop. But then you hear that this, this nameless guy gave him the information and said, hey, listen, Secretary of Defense said this is an order, so you got to listen to it. And that's what he did. Um, he also found a sack in his bag. And that sack contained the diamonds. Now, did the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch continue to attack because of the diamonds being on them? Did they attack, which I think is more likely that they attacked because one of theirs was killed and shot, or I should say shot and killed, um, shot in the head. So I'm thinking that's a pretty good uh, reason why. If you hear other stories, other stories say the same thing, man. You kill one of these, and especially if you have your own property, retaliation is what you get. They definitely retaliate. They get mad. Um, so that's, that's more than likely what really happened now. Is it, is it a, a flat out true story? And could I go into a little more depth? I, I mean, yeah, I could go a little bit more depth to what the story, uh, that he told was for sure. Um, I just don't get, I also don't want to copy him word for word either. Uh, mainly because I don't want to, I would like y'all to listen to, uh, you know, listen to the story that he, he tells. Um, it is long, so you're going to need some time or maybe you should break it down a little bit at a time. Or if you're, you know, if you're on the road like me a lot, you know, put it on and give it a listen to. Today, I just was able, I was lucky enough to, uh, you know, sit down and listen to it at the hotel. So, but there's, there's, there's a lot. I mean, uh, again, Colonel Charlie Beckworth. Special Forces. First Sergeant William Gray. Again, Special Forces. Staff Sergeant Jacob Mumbles McGinney. All Special Forces. So it's it, it, it's not going to be an easy thing to sit there and try to find who these people are. No question about it. It's just not going to be easy. They end up killing the entire clan, what ends up happening is he had orders, uh, this nameless person that gave the hush order and said, you were, you know, insurgents killed him. The nameless person ended up saying, Hey, we're dropping bombs all over this area. So there's no evidence whatsoever. There we're pretty much turning all this area to ash. So all the dead bodies that were down there, uh, of the Sasquatch, uh, everything turned to complete ash. So there was no, no kind of proof that that was a part of the story. 
Again, this happened in 2010 in Afghanistan. Um, in uh, Naristan, Providence. And if I'm saying it wrong, again, I apologize. But it was to me, it was a very interesting story. Uh, and I tried to break it down to a little bit because it's a two-hour video. And the video, again, um, itself is nothing, but it's the words you need to listen to because it's him explaining to it. So pretty much this is the layout, right? He's telling the story about what happened in 2010. And it got told to him or emailed to him, you know, one or the other. So he tells his story about what happened. And the background, the video is actually, I guess, of him going tra checking his trail cams. So what I ended up doing, because I didn't want to get sidetracked and I wanted to pay attention to what he was saying, is I just went to a different web page and let it play so I could listen to what he was saying. Um, but when I do publish this, I'm going to end up posting the link so y'all can check it out and uh, see, you know, see for yourselves, give it a listen to, let me know what you think about it. It's a crazy story for sure. Cause like I was saying, you have a unit of special forces soldiers. They're, they're there for not the reason I thought they were there because the name of the video is Bigfoot clan. Uh, Pardon me, Bigfoot clan killed in Afghanistan. That's the name of the video on YouTube. Now, when I hear that, I'm not sure about anybody else, but when I hear that, like I said before, I was like, oh, so they sent these special forces people in to kill a clan of Bigfoot in Afghanistan. All right, this, this should be interesting. That's not at all what it was. Uh, what it was is they were there for a completely different reason. They end up seeing this Bigfoot take out a sniper that was actually aiming for them. And then they killed that Bigfoot, shot it in the head. And that's more than likely what started this whole whole issue where they were getting attacked by him and killed by him. Um, they end up finding this little hut in the middle of you know, nowhere in a mountain area. And I'm sorry, a village of hut with more than one hut. So I could put a little bit, elaborate a little bit more on it. And what seems like a building from, from what they're describing is huts, as far as I know, don't have basements. I could be wrong, but don't have basements. So they go and they find this, this little village and that they have AK-47s outside of, of all the huts piled up. No people, no one around. In the meantime, they bump into somebody uh, that knows that they found diamonds on the way to this this area. It was like, hey, listen, I know you found the diamonds. They got the stench of it, you know, the stench of them on you. These creatures, which are called Bar Barmano or Varmano, again, work with me. Um, I'm trying to, I was trying to listen to what he was saying and it was either, either Varmanu or Barmanu. That's what I got from what he was saying. So they, they end up getting, you know, apparently they, they're attracted to these diamonds or quartz or, or whatever in the being. So 
that's what he thinks they're getting attacked for. Now, to me, it makes more sense that they killed one of theirs. You know, the special forces guys killed one of the Sasquatch, and that's why they're getting attacked. So they make it into this village, and all of a sudden, all hell breaks out. They get attacked from all angles. I'm just retelling it because I'm trying to break it down a little bit more for you and give you a little bit more detail um, of what happened. It becomes a firefight. They start shooting at these things. The Sasquatch are, you know, just grabbing and killing, throwing like throwing rocks and stones at them. That's how actually, that's how one of the troops actually got hurt. Got a stone throw so hard at him, it hit his leg and broke the leg. So these things are pinpoint accurate when it comes to what they're doing, right? So they're they're throwing the stones at him, hurting him, grabbing him, um, and just putting a beating on these special forces guys. Now these special forces guys are, you know, fighting back and, and they're trying to retreat a little bit and find a safe space where they can fight out from to get some kind of cover. So they end up going to this building and, and they're by the windows, which you, you would think are safe. They're not. A couple of, one of the Sasquatch reaches through, breaks through the window, grabs the guy and pulls him completely, body, his whole body out of the window, kills him. Bam. Ends up grabbing another guy, just grabbing him by the head, breaks his neck, falls. Doesn't try to bring him outside the window, just reaches in, breaks his neck, falls. You have another gentleman with a saw gun blasting its way out. Now, again, you have Great Eagle, who's definitely a badass, um, for sure, fighting. So he goes, all right, guys, you know, get, get in the basement now. Let me try to buy some time because they they know that reinforcements are coming. They have X amount of time. Reinforcements will be coming and a helicopter will be coming to pick them up. They already made these plans prior to any of this happening. So as, you know, uh, First Sergeant Gray Eagle, and I could be mixing this up. But First Sergeant Gray Eagle, who was William Gray, ends up trying to buy his team some time. Goes out, tries to fight these things one-on-one. You know, and I don't mean trying to actually physically fight them. He's trying to sneak up and kill them. Find any way he possibly can to take these out, whether it's stabbing them with a knife, uh, shoot them in the head, Um he got to the point where he actually killed one of these things with one of the most poisonous snakes in that region. And he knocks on the side of the boulder. The Sasquatch reaches down is looking. He grabs a snake. He had this snake in his hand and he found on the, the course on the ground, slithering on by, grabs it and stabs the Sasquatch in the head with this, end up killing it moments, you know, within moments. Um, because it's the, when you get hit in the head, that that poison just rushing straight to the brain. Game over, right? So he knows these things aren't invincible. We they've already killed one earlier in the day. Now he knows that he could he could either take it out by shooting, stabbing, or uh, throwing a snake at it. Apparently, so he's going trying to sneak around and and 
you know, do whatever he can to buy as much time as possible and take as much as these things out. So his unit has a fighting chance. So his, his brothers have a fighting chance to survive this, at least the ones that remain. He's sneaking in. He's holding, holding on to a tree in the dark. And again, when I'm when I'm listening to this, to me, I'm like, man, that sounds just like the Predator. It legitly sounds like the Predator. Steps, you know, the Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was just a one. Uh, again, it was just one Predator. It wasn't a whole clan of them. You know, they didn't pop out until later. Uh. But he just, you know, again, does everything I told you before. And it was just crazy how he how it happened. And an amazing, amazing story. And it got lucky he survived for sure. There's no question about how lucky he was he was able to survive this. But here's the thing. Did it happen? We'll never know. The feats sound amazing. One guy taking out as many as he did sound damn amazing and close to believable. Is it possible? Yes. I personally think, again, that Sasquatch puts out a a message, we'll say. So you know how people, they're like, oh, you know, there's this voice in my head and it says, don't do it. Don't shoot it. Don't do this. I think that's part of their defense. I think they know that, honestly, you know, if you're scared, if you're scared for your life and you think that you're not going to be able to, because there's plenty of sightings and and, uh, encounters that people are like, oh, I, I knew if I killed it, if I shot at it, I wouldn't kill it. It's it, You can't kill these things. There's no gun big enough. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, people that seen these and that's what they say. So it's like, well, but there's stories out there that people have shot at them and killed them. Um, I remember hearing a story about a gentleman who uh, shot and killed one and ended up burying it. He felt horrible for doing it afterwards because he said it's kind of like a human so there are people that shot him there's people that killed him and it's uh for sure something but you you hear a lot of uh sightings whether it's hunters or just people out hiking and and they have a sidearm or you know a, a weapon on them and they're just saying they look at it and that they said that you know say they have a nine millimeter, I have my nine millimeter gun on me and I knew that there's no way that's going to do the job uh, because how big they are or that they heard a voice in their head that says, you know, don't do this. You know, it's not, it's not big enough. It's not a big enough weapon. So I think, I mean, that could definitely be some kind of uh, defensive uh, mechanism or maybe they're just so smart that they know if they, send that message through that a lot of people are going to listen to it and they're just going to be scared out of their mind um, of consequences. And who knows? You always hear stories too that there's more than one. So you might see one, but there might be another one directly behind you, sneaking up on you or watching you, making sure you don't do anything stupid. So maybe the best thing is not to shoot, right? So maybe that that is a good call because maybe if you shoot, now you got this thing behind you pissed off beyond belief 
getting ready to chase you down or and kill you. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that to you guys uh, today. I was hoping a couple more people would, would pop on and maybe I could get a story out of somebody. But uh, I've had so far a total of 10 listeners on here, and I just wanted to share that. Again, I'm going to put the uh, link when I publish it of the YouTube uh, video on there. I'm going to put another link on there because you know how I, my beard my beard looks good, man. I, I gotta say, I'm not gonna lie. My my beard is nice. It's full, uh, trimmed, well conditioned. I mean, I I couldn't ask for a better beard. But you want to know how I do it? The beard struggle. That's how I do it. The beard struggle products for my beard are killer it's one of my favorite products to use and i've used a lot now the sense that they have can't beat it if you want a beard or if you're growing a beard and you want your beard to be nice thick they have so many products they have a they have a product right now that's already proven to help not just make your beard thicker it's actually helping some guys grow hair not just on their face, but uh, on top of their head. There's a member that that was actually showing us evidence of that. Didn't grow anything on top of his head for the last couple of years. Started taking this product and is growing hair. And I was looked at that. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, really? That's pretty cool. I mean, thankfully I have a nice set of hair, so I'm I'm not worried about that. And I have a decently thick beard, but hey could always be thicker right so if you want a nice looking beard check out the beard struggle i'm gonna put a link up there for that so you can just pop on that link and uh get yourself some products and to everybody that's listening thank you again to listening thank you for downloading the podcast again we're only going to work on getting better and better um this Again, this video's link is going to be in the description. I'm also going to put a link in for the music that you hear for the intro and the outro. I change it up, but I'm a big fan of these two guys, uh, New Breed and Jesse Howard from Outlaw Nation. Definitely give them a listen to. They have a lot of good music. If you like, uh, it's not just country. It's 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 you have, you know, rap. It's it just great man these guys are amazing and they, they speak the truth as well so it's always good to give it a listen to i hope you all enjoy it thank you everybody for listening again but i'm not done so we have plans again i haven't heard back uh unfortunately yet from uh kev or wj i'm, I'm hoping i get to hear back from them uh, hope we can link up and, and make something happen. I would love to have them on for the uh, podcast. I haven't asked yet for Tony to be on the show I would, or even um, Wes. I would love to see. I know Tony did a, a show with Wes um, about his sightings and, and what happened. And, and definitely give that a listen to. I think it's episode oh man, 37. I could be wrong. I know it's in the 30s, but check out the confessionals with Tony Merkel. Also check out Sasquatch Chronicles with 
Wes Groomer, the cryptid pod father for sure. Um, listen, man, he, he's got that number one spot. Uh, he landed number one last year when it cut in the, in the natural science category of podcast, because that's the, that's the category we fall into. Um, Tony, I believe, was number three or four with the confessionals. Tony also has another great show to listen to, Hammerling Legends, one of my favorite shows. Uh, he is dropping the expedition for Dogman soon, very, very soon. And when he does, I'm going to check it out. And I'm going to do a review on it. So hope you all stay tuned for that. Maybe I could get uh, Tony in on the podcast for that review. My review seems to be some of my most popular shows by far. Uh, also, uh, the gentleman that was talking about his paranormal experiences uh, on the last show that we had, episode 60. Um, thank you very much. You did a great job, man. Or 61. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. You sharing. It was a, a cool experience, and that's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is to actually li- like listen to my listeners' stories that they have, any sightings and encounters. And if you have an exciting encounter, you can always reach us at miapodcast at protonmail.com. Again, that's miapodcast at protonmail.com. Don't forget to send us an email. We'll listen to your stories. Or even if you have a story that's from your family member or a friend or anything like that that you want to share with us, feel free to share. We'll find some time for sure to listen to your story. We'll go live on Podbean. Again, Podbean is where I do my live show. So if you want to listen to me live, Podbean is where to go for sure. No, they're definitely not a sponsor. I still have to pay every single month for this thing and it's just so i can interact with these guys that's why i do it i enjoy it i'm hoping to get a couple more uh live interactions going um i might even do a show i'm a i might throw it old school i might do a show early in the morning tomorrow um so i hope y'all will enjoy it i'm gonna come up with a, a game plan to um get that uh all taken care of but Until next time, take care of each other. The world is a crazy, crazy place. We don't need to be uh, fighting each other or hating on each other for no reason. Listen, it is what it is. Just stay safe. Be friendly. Show kindness. So if you see a little old lady that needs some help crossing that road, go ahead outside and give them a helping hand. Or you need some, or even if you see somebody needs help pushing their car to the side, I mean I've I've done that a lot of times. Um, or if you see an elf on the shelf that needs help reaching that top shelf, go ahead and do it. Ain't nothing wrong with helping each other out, everybody. So until. Next time, I hope y'all take care, enjoy, and here is the rest of the video from New Breed featuring Jesse Howard. Welcome to my house, Outlaw Nation. 
everybody. Catch you on the flip side. Just turn 